It's the blood for me. It's the blood that saves me. It's the blood that keeps me. It's the blood that has brought me this far. Y'all, I'm excited to do this plan, and we're just going to jump straight into it, starting with the devotional. The name of this day is called On the Run, and it's called that because when you're living with anxiety, it feels like you're living on the run, except you're running away from your own life. And here's the thing, panic settles in your... I'm speaking to myself and I'm getting choked up even talking about it. Panic settles in your chest as you try to desperately escape to a safe place that seems just out of reach. You get these worries that swirl around in your head at a speed that makes it hard to breathe and fear begins to well up, causing indecision and self-doubt. Does that sound familiar to anybody? There's a constant pressure Never to shut off your life. Your emails never stop. Your notifications pile up on our phones. Um, And let's not forget about the comparison trap on social media. We're constantly comparing ourselves to other people, which is not good and will lead to a deeper and deeper state of anxiety. So how do we live with that? When we know that as Jesus followers, we are called to live anxious for nothing. Too often we feel weighed down by guilt. Because we think Christians aren't supposed to feel this way. It's not true. But if we can start running from something and start running to someone, we can. You can. The promise that we can live anxious for nothing isn't based on what we can produce, but on the presence of God. And if you read Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, verse 6 through 7, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all things, all understanding, my bad, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. On our own, we are hopeless in the fight against anxiety, but with God, We have access to his presence, which offers peace. We can't even begin to understand what's even better than that promise. It's a continual process in every situation. Every time we start feeling anxious, we can go to God for his peace because his peace is by a product of God's presence. That's good. That is good. Anxiety will never often disappear instantly. It's a moment by moment, continual process of seeking his presence. And over the next few days, we'll share stories. Well, I'll share stories of everyday people who have battled with anxiety and what they've learned along the way. But I just want to say this real quick. If you are struggling with anxiety disorder, it's important to seek the help you need. If you think you have an anxiety disorder, see your doctor. Seeking help doesn't make you weak. It makes you wise. But by all means, if this podcast blesses you in a way that it helps you with your anxiety, then we give all the glory to God. But let's get into this. As we turn our Bibles to Philippians 4 through 7, I'm coming out of the messaging Bible. For those of you who aren't familiar with the Bible, 
And for those of you who are non-believers or whatever, everybody will be able to understand this. Celebrate God all day, every day. Celebrate God all day, every day. I mean, revel in him. Make it as clear as you can to all you meet that you're on their side, working with them and not against them. Help them see the master is about to arrive. He could show up at any minute. And the Bible tells us that, that God could show up at any given time. And we got to be ready. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions praise shape your worries into prayers. Let me say that again. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. Letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness a sense of God's wholeness and everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's, it's truly wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. And we're going to turn to John chapter 16, verse 16 through 33. Y'all bear with me as I read this because it's a lot. Praise God. Like I said, we're coming from John 16. Verse 16 through 33, it starts out by saying, this is Jesus, by the way. Jesus said, in a day or so, you're not going to see me, but then in another day or so, you will see me. Now that stirred up a hornet's nest of questions amongst the disciples. What's he talking about? In a day or so, you're not going to see me, but then in another day or so, you will see me. And because I'm on, because I'm on my way to the Father, what's, what is this day or so? We do not know what he's talking about. Jesus knew they were dying to ask him what he meant. So he said, are you trying to figure out among yourselves what I mean when I said in a day or so, you're not going to see me, but then in another day or so, you will see me. Then fix this firmly in your minds. You're going to be in deep mourning while the godless world throws a party. You'll be sad, very sad. But your sadness will develop into gladness. When a woman gives birth, she has a hard time. There's no getting around it. But when the baby is born, there's joy in the birth. This new life in the world wipes out memory of the pain. The sadness you have right now is similar to that pain. But the coming of joy is also similar. When I see you again, you'll be full of joy. And it will be a joy no one can rob from you. You'll no longer be so full of questions. This is what I want you to do. This is what he said. Ask the father for whatever is in keeping with the things I've revealed to you. Ask in my name, according to my will, and he'll most certainly give it to you. Your joy will be a river of overflowing in its banks. Your joy, Hayabashaya, will be a river overflowing in its banks. That's so good. I've used figures of speech in telling you these things. Soon I'll drop the figures and tell you about the father in plain language. Then you can make your request directly to him in relation to this life I've revealed to you. I will continue making requests of the father on your behalf. I won't need to because you've gone out on a limb, committed yourselves to love and trust in me, believing I came directly from the father the father loves you directly. First, I left the father and arrived in the world. Now I leave the world and travel to the father. 
his disciples said, finally, you're giving it to us straight. And sometimes we say that to God, finally, you're giving it to me like I want it. But as they continue, they said in plain talk, no more figures of speech. Now we know that you know everything. It all comes together in you. You meaning Jesus. You won't have to put up with our questions anymore. We're convinced you came from God. So simply by Jesus telling us in that in that scripture alone, everything we need to know about Jesus came from God. Literally just that simple. But Jesus went on to answer them and he said, do you finally believe? In fact, you're about to make a run for it, saying your own skins and saving your own skins and abandoning me. But I'm not abandoned. The father is with me. I told you all this so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured. Let me say that again. The father is within me. I've told you all of this so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured deeply at peace in this godless world. You will continue to experience difficulties, but take heart. I've conquered the world. Now, in that whole scripture, what I've taken from that, God literally, God literally reveals to us through his son, Jesus, who he is. Jesus makes it plain and simple of what he's come to do, because we've had so many questions. And if you have questions, literally, they're answered right here. And I'm going to start at I'm going to go back to John 16, 25 and 28 and read down. He said, I've used these figures of speech in telling you these things. Soon I'll drop the figures and tell you about the father in plain language. Then you can make your request directly to him in relation to this life I've revealed to you. I won't continue making requests of the father on your behalf. I won't need to because you've gone on. You've gone out on a limb, committed yourselves to love and trust in me, believing I came directly from the father. And I want you to know that the father loves you directly. First, I left the father and arrived in the world. Now I leave the world and travel to the father. And his disciples said, finally, you're giving it to us straight in plain talk. No more figures of speech. Now we know that you know everything. It all comes together in you. You won't have to put up with our questions anymore. We're convinced you came from God. And Jesus answered, do you finally believe in fact? You're about to make a run for it, saving your own skins and abandoning me. But I'm not abandoned. The father is with me. I told you all of this so that trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured. So trusting in God, trusting in Jesus, you will be unshakable and assured and deeply at peace. In this godly world, we have to continue to experience difficulties, but take heart that Jesus has already conquered the world. And because he's already conquered the world, if we believe in Jesus and have faith in him and believe in what God has brought him in the world to do for us, then we shall remain unshakable, assured and at peace because he says that he has already conquered the world. And the last scripture for today is from Second Thessalonians, chapter three, verse 16. It says, may the master of peace himself give you the gift of getting along with each other. At all times, in all ways, and may the master be truly among you. So I want to I ask you guys to ask yourselves a question and to meditate 
on this word. How do you feel and what do you feel that God is telling you? Write it down. Think about it. Take a second. What I feel like God is saying to me is that I've already given you the gift to get along with each other at all times and always. Sometimes we're like, oh, I tried to be nice to them and it didn't work out, so I'm done. But if you read the scripture, it says, may the master of peace himself give you the gift of getting along with each other at all times and always. And I'm going to make it short and simple. Getting along with each other at all times and all ways. Sometimes we'll say, well, I tried to get along with this person. It didn't work out. Well, did you try every way possible? Sometimes you can't produce, produce, get it together. Sometimes you can't approach everybody in that joyful way that you may be or in that quiet way. However you are as a person, you have to be able to adapt to different people. You got to be able to speak to people in a way that they can feel understood. Because the way that we talk to our friends, you can't talk to other people like that. The way that we talk to our family, we don't talk to our friends that way. It's a certain way that you speak to certain people. So when the Bible says that he's given us the gift of getting along with each other at all times and all ways, you have to try different ways to getting along with someone. Now, They might not turn around and be buddy-buddy, but you got to at least say that you attempted and be kind to people. You know, just a simple good morning to somebody can make their day change. Going into a store and cracking a joke like, oh, who did your hair? Oh, so-and-so, like, for example, today, I went to uh, Walgreens and there was a guy in there and he had like blonde hair. And I was like, who did your hair? He said, oh, I died it myself. I said, oh, that's what's up. I said, you go to UNCG? He was like, yeah. I said, man, you chose the wrong school because I'm an Aggie. You know, A-G-G-I-E. You know, you feel me? A-N-T all the way. And he started laughing. And he was like, oh, you one of those? I said, yeah, I'm one of those. And I said, you a Spartan. I said, I feel bad for you. And he started laughing. And I was like, well, I'm glad I can make you laugh. He was like, man, it's been a long day. And he was like, but you have a great day. And I said, you too. And, you know, it's crazy how I was able to adapt not able to adapt. I was able to approach him and speak to him in a way that was peaceful. And, you know, it was just a gift of getting along. God gave me that gift at that very moment to be able to get along with that guy because I could have had an attitude because I couldn't find what I needed, which I really couldn't find what I needed. And I could have been like, y'all never have anything in here. And his face could have literally frowned up and he could have spazzed on me because he didn't have the best day or he had a long day. You never know. So you got to be able to find that peace and continually pray that God will give you peace and help provide you with that gift to get along with everybody at all times. So what I want to say to you guys also, if you are struggling with getting along with somebody, just pray that God will guide you with the right things to say and how to speak to people. Because you can instantly turn somebody away from Christ just by the things that you say if you call yourself a believer. But that's all I got for today. Tomorrow, make sure we're back. Make sure you guys are ready. And we're going to pray it in tomorrow. We got to. But I'm out.